everyone. I'm Jensine Bard, and welcome to Testimony, where truth is told, lives are changed, and hope is given. Revelation 12:11 tells us that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. A testimony of your story for His glory. He is the senior pastor of the renowned 13,000-member First Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas, professor at Dallas Theological Seminary, widely sought-after commentator, and Fox News contributor, as well as a best-selling author of over 24 books, his latest, A Place Called Heaven, 10 Surprising Truths About Your Eternal Home, which we will talk about today. His daily radio program, Pathway to Victory, can be heard on over 930 radio stations, and his weekly television show of the same name can be seen in over 200 countries, including China, through Daystar, the Trinity Broadcasting Network, and throughout the world on over 11,000 cable and satellite systems. And if this were not enough, ladies and gentlemen, my next guest has just completed a $135 million recreation of its downtown campus, the largest in modern church history, and will serve as a, quote, spiritual oasis, a welcome respite indeed. Dr. Robert Jeffress is also a husband and father to his beautiful bride, Amy, and their two daughters, Julia and Dorothy, Ad son-in-law, Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, would you welcome back to Testimony, Dr. Robert Jeffress. Dr. Jeffress, welcome back to Testimony. Well, thanks for having me back. Well, it's an honor to have you, sir. Last week you shared a little of your own story, how you have become arguably one of the nation's most respected evangelicals and outspoken voices for biblical values in support of President Trump and amidst an increasingly, quote, wicked and perverse generation, as the Bible states. For this segment and first question, how do we as Christians handle the barrage of left-wing media bias and, better yet, find a way to positively move forward since, as your new book, A Place Called Heaven, declares, we as Christ followers will all one day be? Well, you know, I think it's a great question, and I think what we have to understand is that as Christians, we really uh, live in two worlds at the same time. You know, the Bible says our citizenship is in heaven. That's our ultimate destination, and that's what I talk about in my book, A Place Called Heaven. And even though we're going to be there for eternity, it's amazing how little most Christians know about heaven. But at the same time, God has us here on earth for a reason, and we're living in two worlds with two very real responsibilities. And you always hear about uh, that old saying about, oh, he's so heavenly-minded, he's no earthly good. I've never found anybody like that. Uh, Most people I know, most Christians, the problem is not that they think too much about heaven, but they think too little about it. Here's the truth. C.S. Lewis said, history has shown it is the ones who think most about the next world who do most to affect positive change in this world. And I do think, as Christians, we have a responsibility in this world not to pull our 
cover over our heads and hope nothing bad happens to us. We're to be actively engaged uh, in trying to redeem the world, not in a uh, salvation sense, but we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I think as Christians, we are to be pushing back against evil. We're to be involved in the government. We're to call out unrighteous people to righteousness. You know, there's this thinking that says the only message as Christians have a right to proclaim to unbelievers is the message of salvation. I don't believe that. I think we as Christians are to stand up and confront ungodly leaders and an ungodly culture and say without stuttering or stammering, thus saith the Lord. And one way we do that is through the leaders we elect. You know, John Jay was the first Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. He was a Christian. This first Chief Justice of the Supreme Court said, in this Christian nation, God has given us the privilege and the responsibility of preferring and selecting Christians as our leaders. John Jay understood the importance of Christians voting for those who uphold biblical values. And that's why, uh, frankly, I think the culture has gotten into the shape it's in. is not because of non-Christians. It's because of Christians who have fallen asleep at the wheel. They have forgotten that God has left us here in this world for a reason. Amen. How important, then, is daily obedience and the power of the Holy Spirit to fulfilling our heavenly reward? Well, I think it's absolutely essential. And I think, you know, I think we need to be balanced in our approach. I mean, the ultimate solution for America's problem uh, isn't going to come from Washington, D.C. It's going to come from the Church of Jesus Christ. And I think it's every Christian being energized by the Spirit, doing his job of sharing the gospel with as many people as possible. That's the ultimate solution. That doesn't mean we're not to be involved in politics as well. You know, Jesus said in Matthew 5, you are the salt of the earth, you are the light of the world. Salt, as we talked about last time, was a preservative for meat. It didn't prevent the meat from decaying, but it delayed the decay. It gave the meat a longer shelf life. But light has an altogether different function. It pierces the darkness. And in the same way, Jesus said, yes, as Christians, my representatives push back against evil. I think we're to push back against abortion. We're to push back against encroachment on religious liberty. We're to try to delay the ultimate collapse of this world so that we have longer to be light and share the eternal message of salvation through Jesus Christ. And saying it's not either or, it's both and. And I think that's where Christians really mess up. They're either all politics and no gospel, or they're all gospel and no politics. We're to be involved in both. Amen and amen. Now, you mention in your book 10 surprising truths about heaven. Can you expound on just two of them? Right. Uh, you know, I answer in this book, A Place Called Heaven, uh, 10 of the most uh, frequently asked questions about heaven. Uh, one question that people have is, you know, is heaven a real place or is it simply a state of mind? And Jesus said in John 14, I'm going to prepare a place for you. That word place, tapas in Greek, means a geographical location. Right now, Jesus is preparing this ultimate place for our eternal destiny, this place called heaven. But here's what many people don't understand, and that is 
that ultimately that heaven that Jesus is preparing for us is going to come back to this newly recreated earth. And our ultimate place of dwelling is not going to be floating around in the atmosphere up somewhere. It's going to be right (laughs) here on the earth. God recreates in the form that he originally meant that to be. And uh, I think that's a surprising and comforting truth. The heaven that we experience will be the heaven on earth in its original form. The other question, and I talk about ten of them, but one question people are fascinated by is, will heaven be the same for everybody? And the answer is no. There are degrees of heaven, just as there are degrees of hell, based on our faithfulness to Christ. 2 Corinthians 5, 9 and 10 says, We are all going to appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that each one of us, that is Christians, may be rewarded for what we've done in the body, whether it be good or worthless. The Greek word phallus, worthless. The judgment we face as Christians is not one of condemnation for our sins. Those sins have been forgiven by the blood of Jesus Christ. But it is a judgment of commendation of rewards. And based on how we spend this brief time we have on earth, we are going to be rewarded eternally in heaven. Uh, Some people will be given responsibility over cities, some over nations, some over worlds, some over galaxies, based on our faithfulness to Christ in this life. Amen and amen, and that should be of great encouragement and motivation. Well, that's right. I mean, we're all going to stand before this evaluation before Christ, and, you know, these rewards, they're very real, they're worth working for. You know, it may be special praise from the Master, well done, good and faithful servant. Just think about an encouraging word you heard one time from your father or mother or an employer and how much that meant to you. Just imagine God looking at you and saying, well done. There's going to be special praise. There are going to be special privileges in heaven. I don't understand what that means, but the Bible talks about special access to the tree of life and so forth. And then there are going to be special uh, responsibilities in heaven. But whatever these rewards are, they are worth sacrificing for. And, you know, everything we have in life right now, God has entrusted to us, whether it's our money, our jobs, our talents, our gifts. They are something that God gives to us, not just to further his kingdom, but as a test of our faithfulness. Uh, I preached just this week from Luke chapter 19, the parable of the minas, the money that was given to slaves before the master went on a journey. And when he came back, he asked each one to give an account with what he had done with the money. And you know, Hudson Taylor said one time, a little thing is a little thing. But faithfulness in a little thing is a big thing. What we have, the money we have, the talent, all of these things are little things compared to eternity. But how we use these few years we have on earth, how we use the money God has entrusted to us is a big thing when it comes to our faithfulness. And how we use these little things will affect our eternity. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Pastor Robert Jeffress, author of his latest must-read, A Place Called Heaven. Pastor, in our remaining moments, you mentioned six things about what we can do to prepare ourselves. Can you talk about just one of those? Well, the most important thing for our journey to heaven is to make sure we have the right passport. I mean, just imagine you were going to a foreign country Uh, The first thing you want to be sure is, once you leave this country, is you have a passport that will allow you entry into that foreign country. 
And there is only one passport that will allow us entrance into heaven. It's not our good works. It's not our church membership. It's not our baptism. It is our faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of our sins. Jesus said in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. And the most important thing we can do to prepare for that inevitable journey we all take after death and make sure we arrive in heaven is to make sure that we have trusted in Jesus for the forgiveness of our sins. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to Dr. Robert Jeffress, Senior Pastor of First Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas, syndicated radio and TV host of the immensely popular Pathway to Victory, and best-selling author of multiple books, his latest, A Place Called Heaven. You can learn more about Dr. Jeffress' work, ministry, and mission by visiting firstdallas.org and get involved, get educated, you will be blessed you did. Dr. Jeffress, thank you once again for sharing just a little of your story and what we can all look forward to as believers in Jesus Christ. Your latest, A Place Called Heaven, explains it, and beautifully so. Yet, while on this earth, the mandate is clear. Uphold the name of Jesus Christ to an increasingly wicked and perverse generation, and yes, uphold the constitutional values on which our great nation was built, godly values that have no term limits, only eternal rewards. We thank you, and God bless you for your faithfulness in upholding both. Well, thank you so much for having me. Testimony is a global broadcast made possible by the generous contributions of our valued partners at Jensine Bard Ministries and you, our listening audience. Together, we are reaching souls for Christ, one testimony at a time. If you would like information on how you can support this broadcast with your tax-deductible gift, please visit us at jensinebard.com. That's one word, J-E-N-S-I-N-E-B-A-R-D.com. And join the conversation at our Facebook page, Testimony with Jensine Bard. Thank you for listening, and please join us again for Testimony. Testimony.